0: Hello everyone and welcome to Unshakable with Human Design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano, and I am here with a guest today. I'm so happy I get to do guest interviews. Um, I love having guests on the show and we do a lot of solo episodes (laughs) in recent months because of things going on in my life, but I'm happy to have people on the show with me where we can have really great conversations that serve this audience. And this guest certainly falls into this category. I'm very choosy about who I ask on the show now and I'm so excited to have her on because she's a friend. I also had the privilege of being at an event recently for our friend Rebecca Kefiro, who's also been on this show. She hosted this amazing event and this amazing woman did a breathwork for us all live. And I've done her breathworks before. She's the founder of Money Breathwork. I'm going to let her tell you all about it. This New take on breathwork, on really approaching it differently. I think she and I have have a lot of similarities in the way that we look at expansion of the mind and expansion of our energy. So I'm excited to to have her share that with you. But she's the founder of Money Breathwork. She has this beautiful way of helping you see your blocks, but also really move them because it's one thing to see them, and it's another thing to be able to break through them and break through your glass ceilings. She's a former clinical therapist. So she brings that background to this. I love it because it's the science and the woo, and that's my jam. And so I'm really excited to introduce you to Alessandra Caprice. Welcome to the show, Mm -hmm. Alessandra. I'm so happy to have you here.
1: I am so excited to be here. And I got to hug you in person (laughs) last week, and it was just such an incredible experience. And I got to breathe next to you when I wasn't on stage. So I'm so pumped to jam with you today. On all things breathwork and money breathwork and give you my insight me
0: too i'm so happy to have you here i gave you a short intro tell everybody a little bit more about you and tell them about what is money breathwork because we have talked about breathwork on the show before it was a while ago we talked about breathwork before i have certainly brought up how i do it i love it i find it to be a real amazing tool in my toolbox for expansion but tell everybody what Money Breathwork is and how different it is and tell them a little more about you.
1: Yes. So I created Money Breathwork because it was something I needed. You were just talking about how knowing your blocks isn't enough, right? And I knew my blocks for years. <laughs> like I knew them. I journaled on them. I did all the things. And I kept going in a roller coaster. I'd have success and then fall back. I'd have success and then fall back. And so I got certified as a breathwork facilitator, not really knowing exactly why. I just knew I was being called to it. I loved breathwork. And I knew that I wanted to use it in my business some way. I didn't know what that was going to look like until there was this moment where I said, oh my gosh, I am once again in this roller coaster of success and steps back and success and steps back that I needed to do something different. And I was guided to, well, use breathwork, use your tool that you've been, I wouldn't say mastering because it's always going to be an evolution of mastery. But this tool that you've been learning about and growing with and using with your clients, let's use this for money. And so at that time, I really started focusing on using it with money, the intention of moving my money blocks of healing my money trauma of really reprogramming the codes that I was holding and operating underneath. Um, and so money breathwork is with that intention, right? So there's breathwork really for everything. And money breathwork is the breathwork that is used with the intention Not only with money, yes, that is our foundation. That's why I named it money breathwork, but really everything that goes into making money. So I have also been a business coach, business strategist for the last five years. And so I bring that into it. So we do breathworks on visibility and sales and bravery and getting on those stages and being self-expressed. And so not only do I have the intention. With money breath work that is very important, right? So our intention when we do breath work is incredibly important. Breath work already is powerful. Like you just said, use it, you use it, you talk about it, you preach it, you know how amazing breath work is. And then we add in the intention of healing your money, of getting more visible, owning your bigness, being magnetic in sales, whatever it is that you're wanting to expand into, we add in that intention. And then the way that I've created my breathwork style is to bring you into two camps, right? The healing portion that needs to happen, which is pretty standard with breathwork where it brings up all the stuff that you need to heal, right? But I pair it with expansion. And so a lot of what I've found throughout the years in my own healing and personal development Is that a lot of the times when we find our blocks, when we find these limiting beliefs, we can get stuck in that healing part. Oh gosh, I need Mm. to heal all these things. I need to heal these beliefs. I need to heal whatever. And we can get stuck there thinking that we need to heal in order to blank whatever it is that you want to make more money, to get visible, to put yourself out to, to grow your business. And on the flip side, sometimes people don't do the healing and they get stuck in expansion and they keep doing all the things to leap and make money and put themselves out there. And so when we pair the two together, it equals a a more regulated nervous system to expansion, right? So you have the healing part, the regulating part, as well as the expansion, the leaping. And so the way that I always structure my money breathworks is to get both because I think that both are so incredibly important to your next evolution Mm -hmm.
0: and I, i love that you brought that up that people can fall in love with the healing is what i call it they're always looking for the block they're always looking for what do i need to heal what do i need to heal and that just has you constantly looking backwards and they're not looking forward enough now you do need to cut the tie between whatever part of your past whatever connection you have to something we need to heal stuff but then we also need to be looking forward. So can you talk a little bit about the technical aspects for anybody who hasn't done breathwork before and who hasn't done breathwork like money breathwork? Because it is different. Yes. I have done just breathing and I have done hypno hypnobreathwork. I've done all different types of breathwork, but money breathwork is different. The way that you do it is different. I, I was telling you at the event that the way that you structure it is very similar to the way that I do a tapping. We go into the thing, we go into the fear, we go into the thing that needs to be healed, we work through it and then we're projecting out of what do we want to create? So can you talk about why does breathwork work? What are you actually doing? And what's your philosophy on on the way that you structure things within Money Breathwork as far as what your goal is for everyone?
1: Sure. So the thing that's going on with breathwork, why it is fast and intense is because, and, and for anyone that hasn't done breathwork yet, The breathwork that we're talking about is really the transformational breathwork. I have a lot of people ask me, is it like the breathwork in yoga? That is breathwork, Mm -hmm. yes. But we're talking about really shifting and intentionally breathing in a way that is transformative. And you're breathing very differently than how you're breathing right now. And you're breathing in more oxygen and you're breathing out more CO2. And what this does is twofold it alkalizes your body. And so it's actually changing your body chemistry. And when you change your body chemistry, you are more, a couple of things, you're more susceptible to breakthrough, you're more susceptible to see the things that are available to you that are going on that unconscious level as well as getting into your body. So what uh, this breathing technique also does is it unhooks you from your mind and it moves you into your body. So you might feel lightheaded as you start the breathwork. It does go away, I promise you. Not every time. It goes away eventually as you keep breathing. (laughs) I didn't know that when I was first starting breathwork. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so intense. Trust me, it gets better. Just keep going. Just keep breathing and you'll get to this point. I'll describe to you how I envision what happens. But the most important thing is this way of breathing detaches you from your mind, moves you into your body so that not only you can stop the thinking, which is probably getting in your own way, right? All the thoughts, but it goes into your body where all your limiting beliefs, your programs, your your traumas, that's where they're stored, right? And so it takes you out of your mind when you're journaling, when you're just doing um, something that's not somatic, meaning in the body, uh, you're staying in your mind. And so what we love about breathwork is that you can move out of your mind into your body and that it, it not only it reveals what's being held there, but it gives you the opportunity to heal it. And so the reason why I structure my breathworks very intentionally, so that first eight to 10 minutes is sometimes a battle. It sometimes is hard to keep going. This is how I imagine it. You're trudging up a mountain because you're breathing so differently. Once again, you're taking in more oxygen. You're breathing out more CO2. You're alkalizing your body. You're doing something very different. And so you're moving up this mountain is how I picture it. It's funny. You're moving up a mountain. But then I also find that you're moving down out of your brain into your body. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you go up that mountain, yes, it's, it can be very uncomfortable. Yes. When I first started breath work, I would stop after two to three minutes. And I was like, I got the breakthrough. This is amazing. And I was like, no, you don't even know. I didn't even you quit know. too and, early. And once you know what's on the other side, which is what I'm describing here, is like when you w- walk up this mountain, I envision that there's this portal at the top of the mountain. And it takes you about eight, eight, eight to 10 minutes to get there. And then once you enter into that portal, one, the breath work gets easier. And then two, I feel like you just drop into this world where everything becomes clear whether that's in your mind or just in your body because I have a lot of people that are like I didn't have any breakthroughs or I didn't receive anything but they describe to me all these things that happened in their body that's also a breakthrough there's also something happening that your mind just hasn't caught up with yet so you move into this portal and that is where you can meet your higher self where you can recode and reprogram and do all the things cuz there's no barrier anymore and so the way that I structure my sessions is that first 8 to 10 minutes I put as the acknowledging, really acknowledging those thoughts and those beliefs that one, you probably know about already, but then I also invite you to go even deeper and find something that you didn't know was there. And so I spent first part of the breath work really in that mind state, right? Obviously you start dropping in, but it's acknowledging what you're holding, what you're seeing, the memories, the experiences. And then by the time we get to that space where you're dropping in. You're open up to letting go, to cutting those cords, cutting those ties, doing the healing, doing the release work that you need to. And so then I move into expansion. What's next? So once you've done this healing work, this release work, now you have made space. So you make space for what's next and what that expansion gets to look like. And then at the end, I always end with finding safety. So finding safety in this expansion. And then also what's your next step. I'm a business strategist at at my core. It's like, okay, what's next? And so I really mirror the way that I structure my sessions with the energy of what breathwork takes you in. Yeah. And I'll say from
0: my own experience, I've been doing breathwork for several years now, and I love it. And it's definitely uncomfortable, but I don't know of any form of growth that doesn't put you through some form of discomfort. This is at least controlled And a way that I can use the discomfort very intentionally to create something new, to get past something. I would say I'm way more uncomfortable being stuck where I am. I'd rather breathe for 20 minutes. And I'm going to be frank with you people. If you're listening to this and you haven't done breathwork yet, if you keep doing it, you will cry. There will be tears. And I remember the first time I did breathwork, it was a coach that I had. This was like four or five years ago. Coach I had, she had just gotten certified in breathwork. And she was like, I want to do a group breathwork for everybody. And I was like, I've done breathwork. She's like, who's done breathwork? I was like, me, thinking yoga, breathing was breathwork. And then we got done and I'm like dry heaving, shaking. Like I had to release an exorcism, but I also got out of it being like, this was the most amazing thing I've ever done. I feel like some sort of demon just exited my body or something. I feel tired and I'm shaking. And my makeup's all running, but it's great. And by the way, I have never done breath work before. I have also realized that what I had done before was nothing like this. And that was my opening to somatics and the power of releasing from the body, that releasing from the mind is not enough. There is nothing more cunning than your mind at being able to trick you out of stuff. Nothing knows you better than you. It's the same thing with human design, and I should say I ran your chart and I didn't tell anybody what you are. Alessandra is a two-four pure generator. People get stuck in human design with that too, where they're stuck in the details, they're stuck in the definitions, and it's it's about the living. It's about getting it in your body. It's about embodiment. Do you feel like with the people who are coming to you and with what you're seeing in your world in doing this, that you're coming from a clinical background? So similar to me, I came from a banking background and very strategic, masculine energy kind of stuff. And then here we are waiting in the woo, at least a bit. Are you seeing where people are more open to what embodiment is? Do you feel like people are getting that or are they still looking for the answer?
1: Ooh, that's a really good question because I feel like a lot of people are looking for the answer all the time because you feel like you're, some, you're missing something. If you're not where you want to be, then you might feel like you're missing something because uh, she's got it or she has the thing that I want. What does she know that I don't know? I've had a lot of clients that come to me and be like, they clearly know something that I don't know or you know something that I don't know. And what I tell them or what I show them is that missing link, which is actually what I call money breath work is the missing link. Because you're the missing link. Your Mm -hmm. answers to what you need or your next evolution or what strategy you need to use. Yes, it's really important to have strategy. We talk about this all the time. Our work is important and you got to get out there and get visible or go do the thing or start the podcast or whatever. But your inner guidance is what we need to tap into. This was my problem for so long, looking at other people. Okay, what is she doing? What is she doing? Okay, she's successful in this. She's successful in this. And really letting that guide me versus dropping in using, I mean, for me, money breathwork was literally the the expander that I needed to look inside and to say, okay, what is it that I want? How do I want to speak? How do I want to Put my work out there. And obviously that's business oriented as well as I'm holding all, to the, all onto all this stuff from childhood, ancestors, all the things. And it's like, I got to find a way to detach from that and live the life that I want to live. And so for me, it, it's the kind of the combination of the two. People come to me because they're believing that there is a missing piece, but they also are understanding it's probably within me. And so you're activating something within me. I feel different things. I'm seeing different things. I believe in myself differently. When you're in a breath work, oh my gosh, your belief in yourself is Mm -hmm. through the roof. You're like, I am literally super, I can do anything. Everything feels easy. I always end with, what are you going to do next? What's your action step? When you can, from that place, then that puts you on that path towards what you want, right? That first next step.
0: I totally agree with all of that because I see that with my clients too. They come in looking for an answer. They're like, what's my formula? I I know I have the mercury gate here. I have this here. I know if I could just figure these things out, my message will come together. My whole business will come together and everything will be right. Tell me what it is. And then I I tell them the, like the I could give you the quote unquote answer, but it it won't be until you pass it through your own filter of who you are that you are actually able to receive it, that you're actually able to embody it. And it doesn't have to take time, but it often takes time. I never like to say it has to take time because that's bullshit. I don't know. You might have a breakthrough tomorrow and you're there. I don't know. I don't know how much work you've done before. So I don't like putting time limits on things, but I also tell people, don't be surprised. Don't expect the answer to be the answer for everything. If you can release that, first of all, that's a breakthrough. (laughs) If you can get to where you're like, if I just live a little closer to this thing, the answer will deepen and it will come. And I think that breathwork is an amazing tool to get you closer to that. And I want to talk a little bit about at the event, you were talking about the entrepreneurial roller coaster and the ups Mm -hmm. and downs. And I know that money is a hot topic. Obviously, it can be a buzzword. It looks great in the marketing. But what made you go for money as far as what you were going to focus your breathwork technique on and this expansion on?
1: Yeah. Simple answer. It is what I needed. (laughs) And it was really, it was really scary to be honest. Full transparency. My first breathwork session I ever did past the three minutes. I had the same experience as you crying, bawling. I was raging. I was laughing hysterically. I just had all of the emotions. And during that session, which was the session that told me, you're going to do this work. You need to become a facilitator. I signed up as a facilitator that night. But during that session, I download, you're going to do this with money. Mm. I'd always been drawn to money work and money mindset work, simply because I knew that I had a lot of money box and a lot of money trauma. I also wanted to make a lot of money, and I wanted to play with money, and I thought money was fun. But I downloaded that I was going to do this work with money and breath work. First session I ever did. It took me probably nine months to start doing it because of imposter syndrome. Who am I? I'm on this entrepreneurial roller coaster. I make six (laughs) figures and then I'm like, how am I going to pay my bills at the end of the month, right? There's no way I can do this work. And so it wasn't until I looked at my own experience and said, what do I need the most right now? And I have some healing I need to do with money. I want to deepen my relationship with money. I want to Expand with money. And so I did it first. I did it for me first. And then I saw the results and I started playing with the results. And then I said, who wants to do this with me? And so there was actually a lot of resistance, like I'm saying, to bring it out because my background is a social worker. I was a therapist and here I am being like, I can make you more money. There's a little bit of a disconnect there in common paradigms, right? Obviously, there doesn't have to be that disconnect. But every single breathwork. So right now, inside of our money breathwork experience, I think I have close to a 100 breathworks. Every single one of them was because I needed it. Mm -hmm. I just let myself be guided by where do I want to expand right now? What do I need to heal? What are some energies that I need to play with? And guess what? All my clients have needed them too, but I've just let my own evolution and growth guide me.
0: It goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, which was embodiment that I see so many people mm-hmm. where they let the imposter syndrome stop them from working on themselves. They're working mm-hmm. through something and they can't sell it. And, they, and then they sit there and they're like, I- I'm an imposter. I can't do that, but continue to work on yourself and those answers will come, you will start to be the product and you will build yes. confidence. You will feel less like an imposter if you keep going, if you commit to it all. And I love that you, you talk about downloads. You're sort of built for downloads with your 4323 channel of, in your incarnation Yay. cross. You're built for those drop-ins of here's my insight and I'm going to share it. I'm going to actually create something from that insight you see that in your design and in the way that this all came to be, that this is what you're living and what you're sharing with everybody and what you're bringing to the world. I can't say enough about the way that the breakthroughs, they come differently for me all the time. You never know what you're going to get in a breathwork and that creating them for yourself, that you have a hundred breathworks that you needed at some point in your life. There's such a deep connection. Yep. I feel like you know your library really well. If someone comes to you and yes. they're like, I'm having this problem, it's like, boop, got one right for you there, yes.
1: been there, done that. Yep. My motto is I have a breathwork for that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, you need to deal with that. I've got a breathwork for that. Exactly.
0: Yes. And that's a testament to being the product of your product and really walking yep. the walk. If you're listening right now and you're feeling like you feel out of alignment or out of integrity with your offer. That is the thing you need to work on first, not on your sales strategy, not on how to formulate the offer, not on how to market it on social media. It's the energy you have behind it. So I love that you climbed the mountain, that that's the work that you're doing. I had the same thing with human design. When I started learning about it, at first I was digesting more information. I was like, I'm going to learn more. I'm going to take this class. I'm going to do this thing. And it was like, no, you've got to go do it. You've got to go use this because you can say to people, I promise you there's a breakthrough on the other end of this breathwork. Why? Because you know that so deeply to be true. And I can say the same thing to people with human design where I'm like, I promise you, if you start following this, it will lead you somewhere. I can't tell you exactly where but I promise you there's something in it. And I also can promise you that if you just keep thinking about it and not doing it, that's not going to lead you anywhere. It's only probably going to bring you more confusion. So I I love that you're the product of your product.
1: Yeah. And I always will be. We were talking about this right before about where I am and how I started using this a breathwork with the specific intention of money and visibility and bigness and sales. I started using this about a year and a half ago. So my glass ceiling had pretty much been around six figures. I had hit it three or four years, but I couldn't break through it. When I started doing this work, I have more than doubled my business in the last year. And there's no indication of it stopping. Yet I start, I'm starting to feel a little bit of a glass ceiling, right? Just energetically. I'm getting bigger. I'm getting bigger. And so I'm literally going back to those same breathworks, the same pattern that I did before for this next evolution. It doesn't really matter that I'm making a lot more money than I was before. I still have more to unveil and to heal and to expand into. And so that's why I love just how you were just saying, I'm sure it's very similar with human design as you start to peel back the layers and embody things differently and things land differently as you hear them and embody them. But as you expand and you use breathwork, breathwork will match your expansion. So wherever you are, that's why I've had breathworks where I have someone who's making no money, just starting their business, have amazing breathworks and someone who's making millions of dollars breathe the same breathwork and each of them have an expansion because breathwork is going to take you where you need to go. So the only ceiling is the one that you put on yourself if you were to stop. Well,
0: and I I always say that you're different right now. So these things are going to hit you differently. You're going to take them in differently. You're going to process them differently. So you could hear the same thing again. And but you're different now. So the breakthrough can be different. Yes. This thing can hit you and and then suddenly it's like, oh my God, I heard this so differently this time and this caused me to have another bre- breakthrough, my next one. Because I was just saying, it's not always about something new. Sometimes it's about going back yes. to the things that have worked before because I think that's a very conditioning element and a, a weakness of a lot of us is that we're always looking for something new and recognizing that's just a form right. of distraction. <laughs> that's just a way that you're yes, distracting yourself. Object. However, if you can sit and intentionally choose something to say, this worked for me before, let me revisit this, see if this works again, see if this opens yes. up a new door in me. Yes. That's power. And that's being truly an intentional uh, entrepreneur when you can come to that grounded place and look at all the tools that you have and say,
1: you, I'm going to choose you today. <laughs> this is perfect. Yes. And it really takes that discipline because it can be so easy to say, okay, I'm at multiple six figures now. and I've got to do all these things that are different in order to get to the million. And it's like, stick with what has worked. And I'm ta- speaking from experience. It can be really hard because you see all the things. Oh, do I need that? Do I need that? And for me, it always comes back to, I need to breathe. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> if I start getting pulled, I call them our armors of smallness. Shiny objects. Also the knowledge gap where you feel like you're missing something. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a, that's an armor. It keeps us small versus when we can just come back to ourselves and conviction in who we are, conviction in what we have to offer, conviction in the impact that we're meant to have. Then that's where we get to step into bigness, our next evolution of bigness. Now, the person I am today is way bigger than the person I was a year ago or two years ago or three years ago. And so I know that the person in a year, if I keep doing this, will be bigger. And that can be scary sometimes. You're like, oh my gosh, who's she going (laughs) to be? Same. What scary things is she going to do? Where
0: are we going? I can't wait to find out. Just to kind of piggyback on what you were just saying there, that sometimes it is strategic changes. Sometimes if you're scaling, there might be something like adding a team member or where there are new things that you're doing. But most of it is going to be a lot of the same things that you're doing, but you're doing them better. You're doing them bigger. And we often take that for granted that the expansion of you, if you are running your business, then there is no greater tool or asset in your business than you and your capacity to be able to do. We think of all the time, but what can you hold? What can you receive? What are you really open for? And how are you operating all of these strategies me driving a car and then a championship race car driver driving a car are two very different things. Same car, different driver. Same thing with the way that we operate our businesses. Who's driving the strategy? So I love you. I'm so happy that you came here. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us, for sharing Money Breathwork with us and your story. Can you tell everybody where they can learn about Money Breathwork, learn about you? How can they stay in touch with you and all the things?
1: Moneybreathwork.com? simple and easy. You can go grab a free experience there um, and then connect with me on Instagram, Alessandra Caprice. Uh, those are the two easiest places to one, get an awesome experience. I don't want to hear about it. So please, if you go on there and you breathe, let me know about it. Obviously, you'll get the links when you go to moneybreathwork.com. I'll say, come talk to me on Instagram. But I want to hear about it because I love it. It's like literally something I'm obsessed with.
0: I know. It's the greatest thing when you hear people actually use it and give you the feedback of what they experience. There's nothing better. Thank you so much. We will, of course, link all of that up in the show notes for you so that if you forget, you can go over there and find out where to f- connect with Alessandra in all the places. And thank you so much for being here again, Alessandra. I'm so happy that you were here, that you shared this with us. And thank you for making it all the way to the end of this episode with us. We appreciate you. Please share this on your Instagram. Tag us so that we can share you and hear all about your experience with this show. Thank you so much. And remember, in order to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So thank you for letting us help you on your journey of becoming unshakable with human design, everyone. We'll see you next time.